This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. This is AMI Audio Live, bringing community events closer to you. Good morning. Welcome back to AMI's continuing coverage of the 2019 Canadian Blind Hockey Championships down here at the Madame Athletic Center. I am your host, Brock Richardson. I am joined by Cam Jenkins and Brett Wills. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Good morning, Brock. You know, it's surprisingly quiet at 8 o'clock in the morning in downtown Toronto. It's a little, uh, on a Sunday. Oh, eerie, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a ghost town. Yes, you would never expect that in Toronto, but I guess it was a Saturday night, so people have to recover from their uh, from their night of Saturday night. Uh, coming up this morning, we are going to have Canada West versus United States. United States is looking for their first win of the tournament. Last night, uh, Canada, uh, United States uh, lost to Canada East. Four to one. Can we get some quick thoughts on that, gentlemen? I think it was a really good game, um, and we've been saying it all weekend. The goaltending, uh, I think, was top notch uh, for that game. Uh, unfortunately, with the um, the huge blow uh, to the U.S. team, uh, Chesro went down, and he has a broken collarbone. So, um, you know, going into today's action, uh, that's a huge loss for the American team. I still think that the USA has a decent chance, uh, uh, but uh, Tim Kane and Doug Goist uh, are the go-tos. So, now speaking of that goalie duo, uh, last night the go- the the backup goalie played really really well. If you're the United States coach, do you go with uh, Goist or do you go with the backup? That is a very good question, and I don't know. You got to go with the person that brought you here, and I think that's Goist. Uh, Goist played really well. Um, you know, Strobe did play a fantastic game last night. Uh, however, I think you got to go with the goalie that uh, brought you here. I think I'm going to disagree with Cameron for the first time this weekend. I think you go with Mike Strobe. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I, I like the adage of uh, riding the most recent hot hand, and that is uh, Strobe. He played really well last night. I think you got to give him the uh, pat on the shoulder and say, go get him because he deserved it. And I'm not taking away from what Goyce did, but to me, uh, recency bias would, uh, would, would steer me in the direction to put him in there. So if you are the United States, is it easy to get up for this game or is it difficult because you've struggled and you haven't got a win? Well, Brock, I actually caught up with a few of them this morning in the hotel lobby, and they looked nice and loose. They, they looked very relaxed, and uh, they came. Uh, they looked like they came ready to play. So uh, we'll have to wait and see here in, in the next few minutes, but uh, I, uh, I feel that USA is going to come out flying. Cam? Yeah, um, uh, last night after we were done here, I uh, had uh, met the uh, coach of the... Uh, U.S. team, and you know, he was real happy with their performance uh, that they've uh, done so far. He's uh, definitely looking for a, a win, and uh, we did talk about um, a couple of the women on the team um, that are doing really well. Uh, Victoria McDermott 
And the other one is Christine uh, Vantrini. And uh, Vantrini, she's gotten a few goals. And I know Victoria McDermott, uh, her defensive play has been absolutely phenomenal. And I counted at least uh, twice where she's saved a goal from going in. So Vantarini opened the scoring uh, yesterday for the United States and really played well throughout the whole game. Uh, again, the U.S.'s record is kind of misleading because to me, they've been in each and every game. Uh, it's been competitive. And really, it could have gone either way in any of their uh, three losses. So this record could be very, very different if uh, a few bounces went uh, differently. Well, they have had a bad break or two, and you're absolutely right. If uh, the bounces go their way, then uh, they easily could uh, be up on the record instead of down. One thing I noticed, especially in yesterday, uh, yesterday night's game, uh, the puck in blind hockey really does bounce and more so than your NHL hockey puck of course because they're frozen how much of a uh, of a challenge do you guys think that would be I think at this level it's not a challenge at all because they've been playing the game for so long and you know there this is the top division the select division so for this division I don't think it has any bearing whatsoever you know I'm gonna disagree with Cameron for the second time in five minutes um, I, I think it's a huge challenge. Uh, the fact that uh, it's a big metal thing that uh, doesn't freeze and bounces all over the place. It, it's like a, uh, it, it's literally like a rubber bouncing ball, except it's not a rubber bouncing ball. It's a big metal disc. With the puck, though, this is all that they've ever known. They've never known anything else. So I don't understand as far as uh, why it's challenged when this is all they've ever been uh, used to. Yeah, I guess that's a fair point. If you if that's all you've been used to, you would know no different. We did see last night uh, a different uh, protocol uh, prototypes of the hockey puck, and they finally uh, settled on this one. There was uh, one that had some electronics in it that uh, just completely disintegrated, but this one seems to work, and uh, it works for the people, and it's it's been really really good to watch uh, this this weekend. On that note, we are going to send it over to our broadcast team of Nico Cardarelli and joining us today is host of Live from Studio 5 and public address announcer for the Maple Leafs, Mike Ross. Guys? Gentlemen, thank you so much. So great to have AMI on board once again here at the 2019 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. We can't thank the boys from the neutral zone enough for all the great work they've done this weekend. My name is Nico Cardarelli. Very pleased to be joined alongside by the PA voice of the Maple Leafs, Mike Ross. You've come to know and love him the last few years here with us, and we're happy to have Rossi on board once again as we get you teed up for this select series game between Canada West and Team USA. No and love? Wow. Thank you. <laughs> very, I mean, I'm very speaking kind, for others, man. not yeah, for yeah, myself yeah, here. I, I, I fully assume that. Good to be here with you again. How's the weekend been? It's been awesome. A pleasure as always to be working with you. We've had some incredible hockey here the past two days, and I think here on Championship Sunday, we're set for more of the same. And I've been hearing uh, a lot of good things about this uh, select division, the, uh, the intensity the skill level, and it just seems like year over year, and you go, this, this event gets bigger, but the hockey keeps getting better. And, and the, more, 
the more you see the kids divisions expanding the better it is for the future of the game well that's exactly what we're doing here is growing the sport and building the pipeline for the future and having the children's and youth division now gives kids a direct pipeline a direct path to make it to the national program it's a really exciting time in the sport of blind hockey across Canada and the USA and there's no better way to celebrate than by having a Team Canada versus Team USA game as we get set for Canada West as they're wearing the black jerseys they'll be defending the goal down to our broadcast left taking on Team USA for the second time this weekend wearing their brand new yellow uniforms uh, it's going to be a challenging game here for Team USA as they suffered a devastating injury in the game last night against Canada East when Anthony Chesro had to leave with an upper body injury. But they're going to soldier on as we're underway here in the first period of play. Team Canada take the opening face off as Chula shoots it up ahead for Jason Uha. Uha drops it back to Chula, tries to jam it home, but a good save there by Straub as he kicks out the left pad to keep that out. Your starting goaltenders in this game for Team USA, it is Mike Straub getting the nod. And for Team Canada West, he celebrated a birthday yesterday. And my goodness, was he ever looking dapper in his suit for the awards banquet as well. That's Lauren Weber between the pipes. Canada West take control off the faceoff. Yuha rips a shot wide and it rims around the near boards. Kept in by Chula only for a moment as now Tim Kane takes the puck into the Canadian zone. Wade Shepard flips it off the boards but stays in. Nice work by Christine Vantarini to hold the line. Yuha, nice behind the back pass to himself. Takes possession, drops it now for Chula. Kane wrestles it away from him. As the captain for Team USA shoots the puck down the ice, but that's going to be an icing call as we played 50 seconds here in the first period. Well, we want to remind folks that you can contribute to the broadcast by being a part of the live chat thread on YouTube, just like the dad of all dads, Frank and Joe Fernasier from Team Canada East watching this game. And of course, Team Canada East will be in action a little bit later today at 2.30 p.m. Let us know who you're cheering on, where you're tuned in from, and we'll get to a few viewer shoutouts. Chula wins the face off cleanly back to the point. Kiefer Jones rips a shot that just flew wide. Chula tries the wraparound. That gets stopped. Nice play by Vantarini McDermott to get a stick on that. Heslip with a shot from the point. Off the post and in. What a snipe by Sean Heslip. It's 1-0 Team Canada West. Heslip just found a nice open lane there. No defenders in the way. And uh, I wasn't quite sure, given the angle that we're watching this game from, it looked like he might have hit a couple of bodies on the way in, but didn't touch anybody. Just found the post, and in it goes. So the Vancouver native, Sean Heslip, who's making his debut with the national program here for Team Canada West, gets the opening goal just over a minute into this contest. Wade Shepard fires it around the far boards. As Team USA on the four check, keep the puck pinned in deep. 
around the near side. Shepard banks it off the wall and it's scooped up by Yuha. Jason Yuha drops it to Shondale, flips it right back to Yuha below the goal line. Tried to walk his way in front, still has it, shoots, and that one just goes wide. Dale centers it back. It's at the near side point where Shepard gets a stick on it. Yuha tries to settle the puck down, lets it fly. Big rebound after the initial block, and it's into the far corner as they dig away for it. Dale, once again, plays it through the slot, but three USA jerseys there to get a stick on it. Shepard pinches in from the point, drops to Yuha, shoots, oh, what a save by Straub as he got a huge piece of that rocket from Yuha. Yuha keeps it in at the point, steps in through the high slot, working his way to the goal, to the forehand, what a beauty! Yeeha, Yuha, it's 2-0, Canada West. Man, you cannot contain this guy. Uh, the skating skill is just remarkable, the speed... And, and the puck handling ability carries it in here, keeps it inside the zone on the right side, and it just simply basically walks through everybody and goes top, uh, top left shelf. Team USA trying to respond now that they're down two zip here to start the game, but here goes Anthony Chula for Team Canada West. Chula working the far point, dumps it into the corner where it's picked up by Marty Dufour. Dufour centers it intended for Gilles Ouellette just out of his reach as Kiefer Jones draws a penalty. Daniel Belding lays the hit and body contact is going to be the call here against Team USA. Yeah, hardly incidental contact on that one. It was uh, a good two-handed push into the glass, right into the numbers. And uh, with that, Daniel Belding's going to find the uh, penalty box for two minutes or less. Belding's played well all weekend for Team USA. He loves to have that physical style in his game, but there he just goes a little bit over the line, and it'll be a power play for Canada West as Yuha takes the puck, shoots, and scores! Yee-ha-ha-ha, Wow, quick work. Just six seconds into the power play, they convert. So right off the draw comes to Yuha, takes about four strides towards the net, pulls back and risks that one top left corner once again. The master of a, the uh, fast skating, but also the master of that wrist shot. He really puts it home with authority. He shoots this puck like no one else we've ever witnessed. I mean, it's incredible the stuff he can do with this puck. And, of course, Jason still continues to play sighted hockey with his buddies back home in Rosalind, Alberta. So it's pretty incredible what he's been able to do here on the blind hockey scene. As Team Canada West continue to pour some pressure on. Chula at the far hash marks. Back to the point for Scott Roberts. He steps into one, but Steinica challenges him, and the puck goes into the far corner. Steinica and Chula battling along the boards. Kane wrestles it away. And now Tim Kane on a break here for Team USA. He's got Steinica racing up with him. Kiefer Jones tries to tie up the stick. Pass back through the high slot, but no one there for Team USA to get a touch on it. Kevin Brown, one of two B1 defensemen for Team USA, does well to track the puck back and shoots it down the length of the ice as we've got 8.40 remaining here in the first period. Chula does well to get the puck back within his grasp. Poked away from him by Keith Haley. And now it's corralled by, that's Wade Shepard bringing the puck into the zone. He drops it to Jason Yuha. Yuha 
force behind the goal. Nice work there by Vantarini McDermott. Shepard centers it out front. That one was just out of the reach of Brian Cowie. Vantarini McDermott clears it out to center ice where Wade Shepard takes control. Passed over to Heslip. He's already got one in this game. Taken away from him momentarily as Kevin Shanley, the other B1 defenseman, makes the play. Yuha tries to settle down the rolling puck. Makes the good clean pass to Heslip. Heslip with a shot. Oh, that just sails over top the top corner as he's really got it going here today. Penalty coming as... I thought they were going to ticket it to the Canadian, but it looks like Kevin mm-hmm. Shanley is going to get the call tripping here against the Americans. I thought maybe an interference call or maybe and, an elbowing. And I'll correct myself. It is Team Canada, Brian Cowie, that's getting the penalty. And it's a two-minute tripping call. Getting some comments on the live chat thread, including one from Brett Wood, who I had the chance to meet the other night. Uh, of course, she's Kiefer Jones' girlfriend, and she says, I'm cheering on my handsome man, Kiefer Jones. And she said, what a great deke out by Jason Yuha on that first goal. Well, Team USA trying to respond now that they've got a power play of their own. But Team Canada West able to clear the puck out of the zone. Nice work there by Kiefer Jones. Yuha picks it up and brings it across the blue line. Brown shields him wide. Yuha feeds it through the slot intended for Heslip, but some good back checking by Tim Kane to break up that pass. Jones holds it in along the near wall. Shen, or check that, Kevin Brown plays it out. They get it to the line, but no further as Yuha holds it in the zone. Here he goes, cycling behind the goal. Takes the shot. Good pad save there by Straub. And then Vantarini comes in to scoop up the rebound. Good lead pass by Steinica right to the stick of Kane. Team USA starting to mount an attack here. Tim Kane checking his options, feeds it to Belding. Steinica tries to get the shot away, but he's defended closely by Scott Roberts. Nice work by Heslip to clear the zone. One minute remaining in the Team USA power play. Yuha with the puck in the far corner. He's got to make a clean pass before generating a shot. Tries to flip it to Sean Dale but it's intercepted by Mark DeFlorio. DeFlorio brings it in for Team USA along the near wing, plays it behind the goal, where Wade Shepard rims it around the boards, and Chula scoops it up across center ice. A shorthanded two-on-one here. Chula makes the pass to Dale, shot! Oh, just goes wide to the far post. Good shorthanded chance there for Team Canada West. Chula wants the puck back. Dale tried to feed it to him, but DeFlorio ends up flipping it across center ice with 20 seconds remaining in the Team USA power play. 5.55 left in the first period. Team Canada will just send that down the length of the ice as the final eight seconds tick off the power play. Sean Dale into the near corner to challenge Dirk Morgan for the puck. DeFlorio chips it off the boards, but not out. Brian Cowie now out of the box, so we're back to five-a-side hockey as... Venturini McDermott can't come up with it. Nets off here on this uh, mm. USA goal. Referee's yet to not, spot that. Not noticing it. Yeah, and that's been an issue throughout we the go. weekend, and now they finally whistle it down. Yeah, we had a uh, Team Canada East, Team Canada West game on the first day of action. At the time, it was 2-0 Team Canada West. Team Canada East seemed to be in a bit of a hole. They score a goal. The net was about the same amount off. The puck went right in the middle of the net. 
I mean, it was clearly going to be a goal regardless of whether the net was on or off. The referees correctly disallow the goal. And you're thinking, well, that may be it for Team Canada East. They end up coming back to win that game 4-2. to two. Team USA could use a little bit of comeback here as they mount an attack led by Tim Kane. Kane makes the pass through the slot a little too hot for Steinica to handle. His stick tied up there by Gilles Ouellette. And then Yuha able to chip the puck out of the zone with five minutes left here in the first. Yuha makes the pass over to Dufour. Backhander and he scores! C'est la Marty Dufour scores to make it 4 nothing for Team Canada West. Just when you think that Yuha uh, can't make the pass, mm. he finds Dufour in the slot who wastes no time. That puck was on the blade and backhanded home. And that's really a lost art, the backhanded goal. Yeah. Especially with that... Uh, with that kind of strength, that was a nice, strong backhand. Another one going top corner. And you got a 4-0 lead now for a Team Canada West. Well, Team USA trying to respond here after finding themselves in a deficit now, 4-0. As that centering pass gets the pad of Weber, and then they'll whistle it down for the faceoff. 4-44 left in the first. We're getting some good comments here on our chat thread. Let's give a shout out to Erin Haley cheering on Team USA. And she says, come on, Keith Hollywood Haley. Love that family and can't wait to meet a few more of them next weekend down in Tampa. And then let's give a shout out to Grandma who's cheering on from Arizona, Team USA and Blake Steinica. And of course, a shout out to Deb Fry who's cheering on Kiefer Jones saying your uncle Dennis Bayak would be proud. And of course, we had the opportunity to have Dennis here last year when the Winnipeg Jets came through town. Chula with the lead pass on the backhand intended for Heslip. He catches up to the puck, drops it back to the line for Jones. He tees one up, blocked by Chula, and then his spinning shot goes wide. Jones pinches in, corrals the puck at the far hash marks, makes the pass down low, one touch, centering pass by Cowie, and that goes wider than ear post. Chula, cycling through the high slot, works his way right through the middle of the ice, takes the shot, gutsy block there by Vantarini McDermott. Chula gets it back again, looking for that top corner, but he fires it over top the goal. Kevin Shanley, working the near corner, trying to keep the puck pinned in there. As Chula gets against the boards, Kiefer Jones has his stick thrown from his hands. He just threw his hands up in the air saying, what do I got to do to draw a call here? Chula, he loses his footing, kept in by Heslip. His shot off the skate of Vantarini McDermott. Centering attempt goes to the stick of Heslip. He lets one fly and it finds a way in for his second of the game. It's 5-0 Canada West. And Mike Straub not happy giving that one up. I mean, that one came from just about the top of the right face-off circle. It was at ice level, and therein lies one of the issues with these pucks. If it's flat, it's not making a lot of noise, doesn't hit anything on the way towards the goal, Straub has no clue that that puck is going five-hole on him. So... He's upset about it, but there's not much he could do about it. No, an almost impossible shot for the goaltender to track as the net off its moorings here. The play continuing on for the time being. 
Referee goes to secure the net once again, letting play continue. Good job there by the officials as Tim Kane takes possession. Kane flips it to the far wing for Steinecke. He brings it into the zone. Kane goes to the net. Steinecke feeds it to him. They center it once again, but Team Canada West there defensively. Steinecke and Kane both chipping away for it. Kane digs it. Oh, great chance. But Weber makes the save as Kane couldn't tuck it in five hole. 2.51 left here in the first period at a solid 5-0 lead for Team Canada West. Pretty dominant. That puck really hasn't spent very much time in the Canada West end. Certainly no lack of intensity as after that chance, Kane ended up taking a bit of a hack from Wade Shepard as Steinica with a golden opportunity but just missed the top corner with that rip. Yuha takes the puck out of the zone for Canada West. Plays it ahead. Stopped by Vantarini initially. He gets it right back. Makes the pass to Joulet. Yuha shoots. Big diving block there by Kevin Brown. And then Yeeha Yuha with the hat trick as he tucks it in on the wraparound. It's unfortunate. Brown with a nice block there. Helping out his goaltender. But Yuha able to corral the puck behind the net. Curl back around to the left side. And tuck it inside that post, and it's a 6-0 lead for Team Canada West. 2.26 remaining here in the first period of play. You know, I wonder if this game continues to track this way, if potentially we see a goaltending change for Team Canada West, as Lauren Weber has played all the action here this weekend. They have another game later today. It might be advantageous to get Justin Locke in the net at some point and give Lorne a bit of a rest. Not that he's been overworked to say that, but just to give him a bit of a mental break, if anything. As Canada West keeping the puck in the zone here, there's the indicator of a good, clean pass. Kiefer Jones, oh, he gets oh, yeah. smoked behind the goal, and that's going to be a penalty coming to Dirk Morgan. Pass back to the line. Scott Roberts secures the puck. Oh, wow, what a shot! He teed up a clapper, and that went head high. There's an opportunity for Chula. Goes over top the goal, and now with Vantarini McDermott touching it, we'll get the penalty assessed here to Dirk Morgan. This is another instance where it's just a lack of discipline. Morgan goes in, makes the initial contact, which is not going to be penalized, but then he follows it up with that extra shot. <laughs> Right, that extra frustration that's coming out here, being down 6 nothing, a minute 38 left in the first. And by doing that, you're just digging yourself a bigger hole. And so he's in there for two or less. So the native of Harpswell, Maine, takes a seat in the penalty box. And his team will have to try kill off the next two minutes. We've got a minute 35 remaining in the first period as Wade Shepard holds the puck in along the near wall. Yuha tries to feed it through the high slot. Kane intercepts that and backhands it down the length of the ice. Shepard will start out from behind his own goal, making the pass to the near side wing for Sean Heslip. Heslip, good touch pass to Yuha. Yuha drops it to Heslip. Heslip tries to feed it back to Yuha. That's picked off by Belding. But the initial clearing attempt stays in the zone. Jill Willette takes possession, shoots! Big blocker save there by Straub with 58 seconds left here in the first. 
Well, Gioulette tried to pick the far corner on that shot, but Mike Straub coming up with a good save. Yuha and Kane face off. Kane wins it for Team USA. They can't clear the zone up first. Yuha receives the pass, wheels his way to the far side. Big shot, better save there by Straub as Kane ends up clearing the puck down the ice. 40 seconds remaining here in the first period. Kiefer Jones takes possession for Team Canada West. They lead 6-0 as Jones brings it into the offensive zone. They go in just offside. So we'll get a face-off with 30.5 seconds left to play. Well, I want to take a moment to acknowledge our fantastic partners who have helped make this weekend possible, including our two presenting sponsors, the CNIB Foundation and AMI Accessible Media Inc. Thank you for your continued support of Canadian blind hockey as we get another offside call here with 25 seconds left to play. So we'll face it off just outside the Team USA blue line along the near wing as it's Anthony Chula and John Guzik on the draw. Guzik pulls it back. Kiefer Jones takes possession and he makes the pass to Chula. Chula wheeling up the far wing, gets around the defender, Belding, he gets dumped, no call there. As that certainly seemed to be a trip, and now Belding, without the stick, tries to make the play on the puck. Hey, good play there, he kicks it out of the zone. Venturini clears it to center ice, and as the buzzer sounds, that'll do it for the first period of play. It was all Team Canada West in that opening frame as they lead this game 6-0. Belding going all soccer there. <laughs> I think they just all looked at the clock from the bench and said, just go. Don't even worry about the stick. Just go for it. Kick it out. Get it out of the zone. And he uh, ends up kicking it down the ice. Now he's recouped his stick and heading back to the dressing room. Whatever it takes to get the job done. And Team USA, they're going to have to regroup in the locker room and figure out a way to get the job done because they now trail six zip here after the first period of play. For more analysis during this intermission, let's rejoin the boys from the neutral zone as we've got Cam, Brock, and Brett joining us here once again. I'm new. I had my mic above my head again for the second time this weekend. No favoritism again, Nico? You just let us all have the, the same... Uh, yeah, yeah, level playing field for now anyways. Okay, all my right. Na my name's coming third this er, this morning, though, so... J just for now, Brad. We'll see if we can change that. <laughs> it's later. a big marquee, fellas. It's a big marquee. There's room for all of you. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. Well done on the first period. Boys, I got lots of notes. Probably the most uh, notes I've taken down in any of the games. First one, USA. Are they deflated? How can you not be after being down now 6 nothing, and it's only the first period? Uh, the coach basically has to get them... Uh, ready to go for the second period and even if they win the period I think that's what you got to look at doing at this point in time is just winning the next period you know what the problem with the USA uh, maybe one of the problems amongst many is that they need to stay out of the penalty box they uh, team Canada West has had multiple power plays and they've been able to capitalize on a few 
All right, Jason Yuha with the uh, hat trick in the period. Thoughts? Well, I, I have marked down here that Yuha and Chula are playing like Kucherov and Stamkos. And my next note actually is Yuha and Chula running their offense. Is that strategy, Cam? Yeah, like, don't you think that it's uh, Jason Yuha's world and we're just living in it? Something like that. That's what I think. Like, he had, um, he's got the hat trick already, and he has at least one assist from uh, what I've been tracking. So, you know, he's the best blind uh, hockey player in the world. Guys, guys, this is exactly what happened last year. We saw Jason Yuha started the tournament a little slow, and then day two and day three, he just took off. Do you guys think this is his M.O.? Starts his motor and just kind of gets his feet and then just takes off. You know, if that's the case, it's a very good strategy uh, for to use against their, his opponent because looks can be deceiving. You start off really, really slow, and then all of a sudden you wake up and you take off. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. I've never, I cannot think of another hockey player that can just coast not coast, but but start he looks, slow it looks and then effortless. take off. Yeah, yeah, like it's nuts. It's like watching an airplane on the runway. Just like just run, and and he's he makes it like you say. He makes it look so so easy. This year, though, um, I found that with uh, Jason Yuha, um, this has probably been the year where he has looked somewhat normal like not barring what just happened in the first period there but because it's the select division uh, he's competing with a lot of players that are almost uh, his caliber so I feel that uh, he isn't as dominant as he has been in previous years except for this this game he exactly clearly is the, where he got the, the dominant but I agree I agree I think it I think it all levels out in this division. And we talked about it yesterday, about talent being around him, uh, which makes it all level out, which makes one really good oiled machine. So, yeah, it's just been amazing. Before we go to Jeff, um, if you, I'm going to ask you a two-part question. If you are the United States, what do you have to do? And if you are, if you are Canada East, how do you not look ahead to this afternoon's game without without realizing that there's two more periods. I think what you have to do uh, with Canada is you have to start thinking about resting your Jason Yuhas and so on and so forth because you do have a, at least another game uh, or you do have another game uh, this afternoon. Um, then as I alluded to earlier with the States, uh, they just have to have the mindset of win the next period. I, I'm just wondering here if the USA is going to come out in the second period and make a goaltender change right away. Yeah, I would think so. And I no disrespect, but this is kind of what I thought we'd see yesterday with him sitting for a while. Now, a lot of the goals he had, he couldn't do much, but there was some that I thought he could have done a little bit better. We'll see what happens. On that note, we're going to send it down to Jeff, who's standing ringside. Standing here with Sean Heslip, forward for Team Canada West. Sean, 6-0 after the first period. You have two goals. Yeah. Was this the game plan heading into this one? Because I know you guys have another game in just a couple hours. Uh, yeah, I think the game plan was to keep doing what we did yesterday. And we also watched the Canada East game against the U.S. very closely. So, um, yeah, I think we're executing fairly well. And I keep seeming to end up in the same spot with the same opportunity to shoot the same shot. So, 
If that keeps happening, hopefully I'll get a couple more. Yeah, definitely definitely not a bad thing. And I think this is the third year that I've interviewed you at this event. This is yeah. my third year. Yeah. Uh, we, when we first started with this, there was only four teams. Now there's five divisions. Yeah. And in this select division, there's three teams from two different countries. Yeah. Can you just speak to the growth of the game itself, especially since you've been here for so long? Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. Uh, I think the growth at the national tournament has fueled uh, growth at home, too. So our home practices look probably a lot more like the national tournament did a couple of years ago than they ever have. And then you come here, and this is the first time I've been at this level, and it really pushes you even harder. Um, but then on top of that, to see all five divisions, to see the youth division, which has been amazing, to see a bunch of teenagers who are probably going to take this spot from us very quickly. Uh, it's really motivational, yeah. It's very cool. And I, I'd also... Kick, be kicking myself if I didn't ask you. You were, once upon a time, the uh, scholarship award winner yeah. from AMI. Yeah. Can you tell us how your schooling's going? Still going. <laughs> Still going. <laughs> I wish it was done. I'm probably about halfway through my PhD right now. So, like, three years in, I'll be starting my research soon, and I start an internship uh, in September for a year. So chugging away, but uh, I think we'll have at least another two tournaments while you'll still be able to say that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much, and All good right. luck in the second and yeah. third. Yeah, thanks very much, Jeff, uh, and to AMI, too. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, with that, we're going to take a break here on this AMI Audio Live presentation of the 2019 Canadian Blind Hockey Championship. We are currently in the intermission. Canada East is winning 6 nothing over the United States. Second period action right around the corner. Stay with us. Welcome back to day three of AMI-audio live presentation of the 2019 Canadian Blind Hockey Championship. I am your host, Brock Richardson, joined by Brett Wills and Cam Jenkins and maybe Jeff Ryman. Is he standing around here? He's right behind you. Yeah, he's, he's here. Jeff, what do you think? Standing ice level, what do you think? What do you see? Can you repeat that, please? <laughs> I didn't have my headphone on. When you were sta standing ice level, what did you see? Uh, I, I saw a lot. I mean, there was a lot of speed coming from the Team Canada West side and Team USA. They sort of looked depleted. I mean, ever since Chesra went down yesterday, it looks like they've really been depleted. They, uh, you can just look at their body language coming out from the break here. Is that everybody's just on the bench, sitting down, not really talking to one another. Uh, I, I think they're taking this pretty hard. I mean, whenever you lose a teammate, and uh, to a pretty severe injury with a broken clavicle. It's just going to take a big toll on you. So uh, I, I can't really blame them for the body language. And uh, Team Canada West, I mean, they came out like they really wanted to win this one. And uh, you know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised if they started to slow things down. I mean, it's already 6 nothing after the first period, and there's still two periods left to play. And they also still have yet to play uh, the Battle of Canada versus Canada East later in, this in, the, uh, in the tournament. So... Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, uh, the coach of Team Canada West said, hey, guys, maybe just ease up a little bit and uh, you know, conserve some energy heading into uh, the second and third periods here. Well, and I honestly think uh, being a teammate, it's all, uh, on a team, it's almost like a brotherhood. We're going to send it back to our broadcast duo of Nico Cardarelli and Mike Ross for second period action. Gentlemen, Enjoy. thank you very much. Let's start by announcing a goaltending change for Team USA as... The puck gets dropped and we're underway here in the second period. 
Doug Goyce now into this game, tending the goal for Team USA. As Team Canada have 10 seconds left here on the power play, Dirk Morgan set to come out of the penalty box. Wade Shepard makes the pass up the near side to Marty Dufour. Morgan now out of the box. We're back to even strength hockey as Dufour brings it into the attacking zone. Puck flip back across the line where it's scooped up by Wade Shepard. Shepard, his pass attempt gets picked off by Tim Kane. Kane has Steinica heading to the net, tried to feed it over to him, but defended brilliantly there by Scott Roberts. Puck chipped out to center ice. Gilles and Daniel Belding fight for it. It's Yuha who comes up with it. Tries to feather it to the near side for Dufour, picked off by Tim Kane and shot down the ice as Kiefer Jones retrieves it from inside his own zone. Jones to Yuha, stripped away from him by Belding. Belding tries to chip the puck in deep. That gets picked off as Matthew Miller had it momentarily before it's taken away from him. Dufour passes to Yuha. Yuha works his way in and snipes a beauty. Yuha, Yuha. Give him four here today. It's 7 0 Team Canada West. Yuha cannot be stopped. It's just incredible watching this guy handle the puck the way he does, weave his way through the defenders the way he does. He's unstoppable, plain and simple. The best blind hockey player on planet Earth, at least the best we've yet to discover, Jason Yuha with four goals here today. As Canada West now lead this 7-0. Anthony Trula working behind the goal. The puck stripped away from him by Dirk Morgan. Morgan plays it ahead to Miller. Paul Schmold puts his body on the line to keep the puck in the zone. Chula checking his passing options from behind the goal. Flips it over to Heslip, and that one just under his stick and out of the zone. Kiefer Jones tries to flip it ahead to Chula. Chula makes the pass to the near side for Heslip. Heslip tries to feed it back to Chula on a slap pass slash shot, and it just trickled wide of the post. Chulo trying to get out of the far corner, but Vantarini McDermott comes in to take it away from him. As Vicky Vantarini McDermott plays it to the line, but it's held in by Kiefer Jones. Chula from his belly tries to keep the puck in play there, as now Vantarini McDermott once again takes possession. Tim Kane will just fire that down the length of the ice, and if it has enough, they'll call it icing. And indeed, they do whistle it down with 9.37 left in the period. A lot of conversation happening uh, over there on that Canada West bench between Justin Wack and coaching staff. So maybe they're just getting them ready. Maybe they'll throw them a bone here in the third period. And you got to think with the seven nothing lead, yeah, might be a good opportunity to let the kid in and get him get him some minutes. Yeah, it would certainly be uh, a special moment for Justin Wack if he's able to get into the game here as. Jason Yuha with the puck. They've completed the clean pass. Centering attempt for Sean Dale gets picked off as four USA jerseys below the hash marks there defensively. Belding chips it ahead for Tim Kane. Tim Kane working along the near wing. Cycles behind the goal, checking his passing lanes. Has Steinica in the high slot and Vantarini at the near point. Makes the pass to Vantarini. Christine Vantarini took a shot, but that ends up getting blocked by Yuha, and he flips it out to center ice. Yuha brings the puck into the zone now. As he's got to make a pass. He's got Dale heading to the net. Oh, brilliant. 
Pass on the near side as he drew everybody to the far side except for the one defender who came in to break it up. Tim Kane on the wrong side of center, backhands it in, but no icing as it's played by Scott Roberts. With eight and a half minutes remaining here in the second period. Marty Dufour catches up to that puck, makes the draw pass to Yuha. Yuha steps around Morgan, takes oh. a shot and snipes one. Yeeha, Yuha. That's number five for Jason here today. No chance for Goist on that one. I mean, Yuha picks the puck up on the right side, just uh, right of the circle, and walks unimpeded to the net. Wide open right side of the goal and makes no mistake. I'm surprised that that net actually stays on its moorings on those shots. <laughs> he shoots that puck so hard. Yeah, no kidding. With the velocity he shoots, it's pretty incredible. He doesn't lift the net right off the pegs as Team Canada West bring that one in offside. Yuha now with five goals here in this game as Team Canada West with a stronghold 8-0 lead over Team USA. We've got lots of great hockey action coming up here on Championship Sunday. After this select series game, we move into the youth division at roughly 10.30 a.m. Eastern. That's followed up by the low vision and development, which has been a really great division here this year at 11.30 a.m. We get the open division at 1 p.m. Eastern as that shot from Chula a combination of Goyce getting the piece of it and the outside of the post, it stays out. And of course, at 2.30 p.m., the Select Series concludes with a Canada East versus Canada West game here to wrap up the tournament. Big collision at center ice, inadvertent contact, delayed offside here against Canada West, and they'll whistle it down with 7.44 left in the period. Well, it's been a challenging tournament for Team USA. I know that they're a little disappointed that they didn't get the results that they wanted, but they should be proud of how they've grown this program in such a short period of time, and the rate at which they continue to grow blind hockey in the U.S. is really remarkable. And kudos to USA Hockey for jumping on board as well. I mean, that's huge. Something that we haven't seen here in Canada yet, which is pretty disappointing in my opinion. Uh, but USA Hockey, as uh, they often are, sort of at the, uh, at the frontier, right? Leading the charge yep. and uh, being there for uh, all levels of hockey and all brands of hockey. Yeah, it's, uh, I've got a lot of time and respect for what USA Hockey does. And kudos to them absolutely for supporting blind hockey the way they have south of the border. And, of course, they've got the big USA Disabled Hockey Festival going next weekend down in Tampa Bay. If you're going to be there, come by, say hi. A bunch of us Canadians are going down as well. We can't wait for it. Kiefer Jones, that's a shot from the point. Go, good kick save there by Goyce as he flashes the right pad to make that stop. 6.45 remaining in the second period. Kiefer Jones tracks it to the far corner of his own zone, plays it out to center ice, and Venturini McDermott scoops it up in front of her own bench. The Florio has it stripped off his stick by Heslip. He makes the pass to Yuha. Yuha splits the D, takes the shot. Good save there by Goyce. Although I don't think that would have counted. There was no clean pass buzzer. There's the clean pass as Gilles Ouellette takes the puck. Makes the dish to Roberts who plays it down low to Yuha in the far corner. 
Works his way over to the near corner. Cycling around, makes the pass intended for Shepard. Ends up on the stick of Roberts. He tees up a half clapper that goes wide of the near post. And it's now corralled by Vantarini McDermott. Her clearing attempt. Picked off by Yuha. He works his way through a couple of defenders, draws the penalty, and puts it off the post. Man, this guy is absolutely incredible. Makes the pass to Shepard. Shepard's shot blocked by Shanley, and then they'll whistle it down for the penalty with 5.44 left in the second period. As always, it's about keeping the feet moving. You do that, going to the net, guess what happens? You inevitably are going to have somebody reach in, Hook, hold, do something to impede you. And Team Canada West going on the man advantage once again here with 5.44 left in the second. Team Canada West have really found their stride here today. I think maybe early in the tournament there were maybe some questions internally. They know they're a good team, but they didn't get the results they wanted on day one. They have really stepped it up since their game yesterday against Team USA when they scored a 5-1 win. Team Canada West working on the power play. Sean Dale makes the pass ahead to Anthony Chula. Chula shoots! Chula, Chula, Chula scores, and it's 9-0 Team Canada West. Good effort there by Goist. Picked up the puck, was able to track it well. Got the glove hand up, unfortunately, just a split second too late as Chula was able to bury that one top shelf. And it's now a 9-0 lead for Team Canada West with 5-17 as the uh, notch one on the power play once again. Well, we've had incredibly tight games all weekend long, but this is the first one where it's a little bit one-sided right now as Team Canada West leading 9-0. Team USA trying to get momentum going their way, but stripped away from DeFlorio, picked up by Brian Cowie, but Canada West go in offside with 5-0-1 remaining in the period. Let's give a shout out to Tiffany watching from Newfoundland. I know she's looking forward to cheering on the pride of Bay Roberts, Dylan Bradbury a little bit later in the open division. Let's also give a shout out to Ace Bluff, who's enjoying some of the commentary here today. Folks, thanks for tuning in. Remember to let us know who you're cheering on, where you're tuned in from, and we'll get to a few more viewer shout outs later in the game. As Kiefer Jones heads a pass intended for you high, catches up to it, back to Jones, shot right on. Two good saves from Goyce as he collapses down to make sure the puck stays out. Yuha shoots and scores. 10-0 Canada West. Good effort there by Goyce yeah. making the first couple of saves. Unfortunately, was sort of sprawled out on the right side of the net, unable to recover in time to get across. And just like that, another one getting buried on that open right side of the net or giving uh, a 10-goal cushion now to Team Canada West. Off the faceoff, Team USA move the puck in the Canadian zone, down in the far corner. Kane and Steinica, who have played really well here this weekend for Team USA. Steinica 
getting their opening goal of the tournament as Kane brings the puck back into the zone. Kane checking his passing options. He's got Belding and Steinica with him. And he's got Vantarini McDermott at the point. Plays it back to Vicky Vantarini McDermott. As she tries to keep the puck in the zone, it's stripped away from her by Yuha. Kane quickly fires it back in the zone where it's controlled by Wade Shepard. Shepard taking his time behind his own goal on the breakout. Pass through the middle of the ice, but right to the stick of Yuha. He leads it up for Dufour, back to Yuha. Yuha tries the tight angle bar down, but nothing doing that time. I think really he wanted to feed it back to Marty Dufour, but he didn't have the angle to make the pass. A crease violation called here against Team Canada West, so a whistle and the face-off to come outside the blue line. Getting lots of great comments on our chat thread, including Ace, who's cheering on from New Brunswick. I think his friend is probably Simone Richard playing for Team Canada East. Let's give a shout out as well to Charlene who's cheering on Kiefer, a proud aunt, saying go Kiefer, go. As Heslip's shot ends up off the shin pads of the player and into the far boards, cleared out to center ice with 3-10 remaining in the period. Heslip gets it right back for Canada West, brings it into the zone, drops it to Trula, he gets around the first defender, cuts in, shoots and scores! Chu Chu Chula makes it 11 nothing. With skating like that and speed like that, that one pass to make uh, the uh, the shot uh, legal almost seems unfair. Yeah, like the goaltender just not have time to set, and before the before they even know where that puck is, it's being buried in an open side of the net. So I, I wonder if as this game continues to grow and as the skill continues to improve, mm. if there will be some kind of adaptation once again yeah. to allow for the goaltenders to compete a little bit more because with the speed that we're seeing, they're not getting the chance to set. That's a real good point, Mike, and, and it's always something we're trying to tweak as Tim Kane receives the clean pass, lets the shot fly, great block there. I think that's Paul Schmold. Shot on, and they score! Blake Steinica buries it and gets Team USA on the board. A great effort from Tim Kane and Steinica buries it. The kid from California gets his second of the tournament. And Team USA on the board here. There have been very few bright spots for Team USA in this game so far, but that was one of the great passing. Everybody sort of spread out, getting into an open spot, making themselves available, and came with that uh, fantastic pass. So Team USA striking now, and with 2.25 left here in the period, we'll wait and watch if they can add any more offense as they trail right now, 11-1. Let's give a shout out to Kyle Bora from the St. Louis Blues Blind Hockey Club who says, I wish I could watch longer. We've got a couple players tied up on the ice, so we'll whistle it down for player safety. That's Christine Vantarini, a little slow to get up. But Kyle Bora from the St. Louis Blues Blind Hockey Club saying, 
I wish I could watch longer, but I have to get to practice. Jeez. Last one before Tampa. So excited for the tournament next weekend. And he gives a shout out to everybody on the broadcast, including the boys from AMI for all the great work we've been doing. Kyle, thank you for tuning in all weekend long, buddy. So Kane and Vantarini draw assists on the goal by Steinica as the USA on the board here. Chula feeds that one ahead for Brian Cowie. Cowie working the far wing, drops it back to Chula. Chula tees up the shot. Oh, that was a howitzer that he let fly. Kevin Shanley tracks it to the near corner. Chula comes out of the pack with the puck. At the hash mark, stripped away from him. McDermott tries to clear the zone, and now it's picked up by Keith Haley. Hollywood Haley plays the puck just out of the reach of John Guzik. As Chula... Does well to get it into the zone on a line change there for Team USA as, well, they battle to keep it in, but Scott Roberts can't quite hold the line. And then he gets tied up with Vantarini McDermott. Roberts trying to draw a penalty there. Kane comes in and takes the puck away from the Canadians. Tim Kane, he's got Steinica trailing him. Kane drives wide to the far wing, keeps the puck in the zone. Nice play by Kane. Makes the pass, gets it right back, takes the shot, and it's off the outside of the goal as there's one minute remaining here in the second period of play. Brian Cowie skates onto the loose puck. And Aaron Stick ends up in his skates, but he does well to avoid the obstruction and hold possession of the puck. Finally stripped away from Cowie as Belding plays it off the boards and out. Jones plays it ahead for Yuha. 35 seconds remaining in the period. Yuha's back pass for Dufour gets picked off. And here goes Kane for Team USA. Good pass to Steinica. Steinica back to Kane. The two of them breaking in here for the Americans. Kane tries to rip one in front. Knocked down. Puck sitting at the hash marks. They whack away at it. 17 seconds remaining as Belding tries to backhand it in front. That's broken up by Yuha. He'll chip it down the ice. And that'll pretty much do it for the second period of play. As the final five seconds tick off the clock, the buzzer will sound, and Team Canada will head into the break with a dominant 10-goal lead as the score is now 11-1 for Team Canada West. Well, a challenging second period there for Team USA, but... A little bit of solace. They get a goal there late. They got the last goal here in this game right now. So I guess that's a positive you can build off of. As Blake Steinica finds the back of the net for Team USA. To break down that period, let's rejoin the boys from the neutral zone as we catch up with Brett, Brock, and Ken. Thank you, Nico. Man, my finger's getting tired from writing down goals this period and the first period. It is 11-1. to 1. Uh, Jason Yuha, I wrote down, guys, double hat-trick because I didn't know what else to call it. Is that what you'd call it? I think you can call it a double hat-trick, and it's no wonder that Jason Yuha is playing so well with six goals. In two th- From 2010 to 2013, he played in the Northeastern Alberta Junior B Hockey League for the Killam Wheat Kings, and he had 71 points in 54 games. Wow, that's crazy. That's a huge amount. Cam, thoughts? 
Um, what can you say? Like, I think there was a talk about are they going to kind of ease up and uh, rest some players and, you know, take it uh, a little easy. And um, the uh, answer is an absolute no. Um, they scored another five goals and. Uh, this period, I believe it was that, and Yuha with the uh, double hat trick. Like, this is, yeah, I I don't even know what to say in regards to the States anymore. Like, they've got to come out in the third period and hopefully try and win the third period. That's, like, the what they have to be able to try to do to get their confidence up. You know, the bright spot for the USA team in that period was Blake Steinica, who ruined the shutout with two and a half minutes left in that period, so... Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask the question of uh, every coach has small goals in in from period to period. Is it as simple as win the period? What else would you want to see beyond winning the period? What else would you want to see if you're the United States coach? Um, I want to see what their effort is. Um, as Jeff alluded to um, uh, last period, or the when the um, USA team came out, um, they did not have good body language and they were just kind of sitting there on the bench. Um, you want to be able to go right from the get-go as soon as they go out the dressing room doors to be able to get out on the ice and go around as quickly as they can and their body language needs to um, you know, uh, be very positive and I think that's going to be a good start to the uh, third period. Brett, is it the old adage of uh, you got to play this as a 0-0 hockey game? I think so. I think one once uh, they get out there for the third period, they've got 12 minutes to play a complete game. And they, you, they, they should use this 12 minutes to build on things that they have made mistakes on or lacked the, the, rest, the entire weekend. It, it, if you use this 12 minutes and use it as a game, so to speak, then I think that uh, you can go home with your head held high as opposed to your tail between your legs. And on a positive note, with the U.S. team, I really enjoyed watching um, Victoria McDermott play uh, this weekend and this game. Um, she's been in a lot of plays. She's still sacrificing her body to block shots and uh, good defensive awareness. So I think that's a positive. If you're looking for an individual positive, um, I think that's Victoria McDermott. But let's give credit where credit is due for USA Hockey and the, the individual programs that they have across the United States. They're, they're leaps and bounds ahead of Hockey Canada. And I'm not suggesting that Hockey Canada needs to take a page from the USA. Oh, I will. I will. I'll put it out there. But, but, but it's another situation, I think, where, the, where, where they, they just need to maybe look at themselves in the mirror and realize that USA Hockey does it again. And with that, we're going to go down to Jeff Ringside. Jeff? I'm here with Team USA forward Blake Steinica. Blake, obviously not the way things have been going for you guys, but you did get on the board unofficially, technically, because they gave the goal to the wrong guy, I think. But uh, yeah. how does it feel to at least get on the board? I think it's good. I think it uh, makes a statement. Um, we're all working as hard as we can, and we want to prove as much as we can. And um, I think that we all have a lot of passion, and we want to show Canada what we're made of, and I think we've been showing him that that's the tournament and it's tough being down players but uh we're not gonna let them shut us out 
Totally. Obviously, the Canada versus USA rivalry has been brewing for over a year now. Since last tournament, it was announced that there was going to be an international tournament that took place in October. Obviously, in that tournament, Team USA got the better of Team Canada. Uh, has there been a highlight in particular for you at this tournament? Um, I think it's been a, uh, it was, it was a cool feeling uh, just getting the first goal in a couple games for our team, uh, just hanging with them for a lot of it. And yeah, it's hard. Hard holding it three periods, but I, I hope we uh, we shook him a bit and showed him what we're made of. Um, and I think it's just watching the sport grow, hearing we're having a world championship. I think that's what we're here for, and we're here for seeing all the kids that are out here in all the divisions, like because that's what it's about. Like, yeah, I want to play at the most competitive level, but I want to see everyone get out there too. So I, I think that's a highlight for sure. I know one of the highlights for me was listening yesterday and hearing that there's going to be a tournament in 2020 in Las Vegas yeah. for disabled hockey. What was your reaction when you heard that news? Uh, it's closer, closer to San Diego. <laughs> no, no. But I, I, th I was just blown away because it's just insane here how fast the sport is growing and the Paralympics become more and more tangible. Um, and I just think it's, it's crazy how fast it's growing. And, and we'll see who's going to show up, but we're kind of just figuring out as it goes. Awesome. Thanks so much for this. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was Jeff and the goal scorer for Team USA, Blake Steinecke. On that note, we're going to take a break here on this AMI-audio live presentation of the 2019 Canadian Blind Hockey Championship. Third period action right around the corner. The score is 11-1 for Canada West. We'll be right back. Welcome back to day three coverage of the 2019 Canadian Blind Hockey Championship held at the Madame Athletic Center. We are in the midst of Canada West dominating the United States. The current score is 11 to 1. I'm joined by Cam Jenkins and Brett Wills. Gentlemen, the, guy, the players are taking the ice for the third period. Uh, we are looking for body language as we discuss as we're all kind of looking over at the United States bench. Uh, still don't look very, very happy as they get on the ice. I'm looking for a little more energy, to be perfectly honest. What do you guys think? It would be nice to see a little bit more energy. Um, I think it's maybe a little bit better than it was uh, the last period when they got out on the ice. They seem to be kind of going around. But you know what? It's really hard being down 11 to 1. And how are you going to be able to, you know, pick yourself up? You know, if USA wants to get out of here with their head held high they just need to remember to play hard every single shift take every sh single shift as a mini game and if they win every single shift no matter what the score is they should be proud of the way they've played today quickly if you are canada west do you take your foot off the gas or do you keep the pedal to the metal in interest of your game later i think what you have to do is Take your uh, foot off the pedal a bit, but you still got to go within your structure and maybe work on a lot of their defensive skills this period. With that, yeah. we're going to go over to our broadcast team for period three, Nico Cardarelli and Mike Ross. Third period action underway here at the former Maple Leaf Gardens and a goaltending change for Team Canada West, making his national program debut. Now in goal, wearing number 30, Justin Wack. He's played great through the open division this weekend and 
I know he's so excited to get the chance to take the ice here in this game. As Sean Dale has the puck stripped away from him by Daniel Belding. Belding passes it over to Kane. Kane cycling down low behind the goal. Over to the far side corner. Dishes the puck back off behind the goal, but it's picked up by Yuha. Jason Yuha, lead pass for Sean Dale. Good take to take pass. Knocked off of Dale's stick by Vantarini. Kane tries to clear the zone. And now it's picked up by Vantarini as she's got room on the near wing to skate it out. Vantarini tries to dump it over back to Steinica, but that's picked off and sent down the ice as Kevin Shanley tracks the puck to the far corner. Jill Ouellette comes in and takes it away from Shanley as Vantarini backhands it to the near boards, but it stays in the zone as Chula digs away for it. Morgan gets a cross-check to the back of Chula. That's going to be a penalty once Team USA touches the puck as Chula working around the far corner. Back to the point for Paul Schmold. He gets run over by Morgan. It looked like Haley had touched the puck, but play continues on here as Chula starts up from behind his own net. Stretch pass ahead for Heslip. Heslip backhands it, and now with Morgan touching it, they'll whistle it down, and Morgan will head to the penalty box. A reminder that you can join the broadcast by chiming in with the live chat thread. Let us know who you're cheering on, where you're watching from. We'll get to a few viewer shout-outs, including one for Robin Sherwood, who's cheering on and enjoying the action. So Team Canada West on the power play, leading 11-1, 10 minutes remaining in the third. Shot was blocked by Tim Kane, and here's a shorthanded break for Team USA. Kane and Steinica racing in together. Kane takes it behind the goal. No passing option as a well, good job by Team Canada West. And now Tim Kane wisely just takes it back in his own zone to kill some time off the penalty here. 1.30 remaining in the power play for Team Canada West as Kane dumps the puck into the far corner. Roberts fires it off the boards. Gilles Ouellette picks, or check that, that's Brian Cowie who takes possession. Kane comes in and intercepts the pass and it's picked up now by Chula behind his own goal. Got a few of the Team Canada East members just a about 15 feet down from us, checking out the action here. Of course, Team Canada East will be facing off against Team Canada West a little bit later today as the shot from Heslip saved by Goist, rebound into the far corner. Belding loses his footing, gets the puck along the boards, but not out. Heslip takes the shot, Vantarini gets a stick on it, deflecting it wide. 8.45 remaining in the third period. 35 seconds left in the Team Canada West power play. Vantarini takes possession. Tries to clear the zone and she does so. Puck rolling just wide of Justin Wack's goal as he's yet to get a shot on net here. Chula will wheel back within his own zone and with just 10 seconds remaining on the power play now he brings the puck into the attacking zone 
Toe drag around the defender. He's yet to make a complete pass, though. As Chula just cycling with the puck on his stick. Morgan out of the box, so it's even strength now. Chula feeds it to the far point for Paul Schmold. Schmold fires a shot, gets knocked down by Guzik. As USA trying to break up the ice here. Guzik pass for Steinica. Steinica's backhander actually hit Dirk, Dirk Morgan in the helmet. As it's now corralled by Heslip. Vantarini McDermott's clearing attempt picked off by Yuha. He makes the pass down low to Gilles Willette. Willette tied up with Kevin Brown. Good play by the B1 defenseman for Team USA. As Steinica tries to flip it across the blue line. Now he takes possession. He gets dumped and that's going to be a penalty against Team Canada West. As Steinica does well to draw the call. Puck played into the corner. Wade Shepard gets a touch on it and now they'll whistle it down with 7.06 remaining in the third period as Team USA gets set to head to the power play. It's a very rare Team Canada West penalty. 10-goal lead here, 7.06 left in the third period. See if uh, Team USA can capitalize here. Every little bit counts, and so much of this tournament early on here for a team like the United States is looking to build its program, looking to build its confidence, You'll take any goal, you'll take all goals throughout the entire weekend, right to the end. Oh, and really, they've played in competitive games all weekend up until this point. This is the first bit of a blowout game. There but there's go. Captain America, Tim Kane, cashing in on the power play. Takes him just eight seconds, and Team USA get their second of the game. Nice execution there, Mike, by Team USA and their captain, Tim Kane. Right off the faceoff, Team USA establishes the legal pass. Kane makes a basically beeline right to the net and manages to beat uh, Justin Wack. Goes top left side of the net, and it's an 11-2 game. No chance for Justin Wack on that shot as Kane roofed it. But now Team Canada West back on the attack here. Yuha made the pass over to Cowie. As Yuha scoops it up along the near boards. Passed over to Cowie at the far side. Beautiful block by Kevin Brown as he sprawls out to deflect the shot by Cowie over top the goal. Yuha centers again for Cowie. Shot right on. Huge save by Doug Goist as Brian Cowie can't believe that he got stymied there. They want to set him up for one. So Kane gets his second goal of the weekend here. As Vantarini picks up her second assist of this game. Christine Vantarini scoring a goal in... Team USA's game against Canada East on the opening day of action. As we're coming to you live from the Madame Athletic Center here at the 2019 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. Shot from Kiefer Jones ends up in the skates of a player and wide of the goal. Jones gets it back once again. Behind the net, they try work their way out in front. Sniffed out by the Americans, they clear it to the line but not out. Scott Roberts centers it for Kiefer right off the post. A great chance there for Kiefer Jones. 
Daniel Belding can't get the puck across the line. On the second effort, Shondale holds the zone once again. 5.45 remaining in the third period of play. Tim Kane takes possession for Team USA. Makes the bank pass off the boards to Blake Steinica. Tried to feed it back to Kane, but a good back check by Chula breaks that up. Here goes Chula as he wheels across center ice and into the offensive zone. Makes the drop pass intended for Jouelet, but Kane trailing as well was able to break that up. We get a question coming in on our live chat feed from Ace in New Brunswick asking, where's the tournament hosted? And our national tournament every year since 2013 has been right here at the Madame Athletic Centre in beautiful Toronto, Ontario. We're so lucky to have this facility and to have the partnership here with Ryerson University as well as there's so much history here in this building. It's a great place to be able to hold the event. Of course, for all the information about Canadian blind hockey, all the upcoming events, check us out online, www.canadianblindhockey.com. So Team Canada West assessed a too many men on the ice penalty as they send Anthony Chulo over to the box to serve the minor. Team USA took just eight seconds to capitalize on the last power play chance. And with 5.04 remaining here in the third, Another opportunity for them to tally. Morgan on the faceoff. Tries to draw it back, but Yuha wins it and flips it down the ice. As Vantarini takes possession for Team USA. Her pass intended for Guzik, picked off by Yuha. Yuha shielding the puck from the would-be defenders as he continues to hold it on his stick. And then a crease violation called against Team Canada West. So the face-off comes outside of the zone. <laughs> a great comment coming in on our chat feed right now from Dev Fry who says, So close, Kiefer, you're playing great. You play hockey almost as good as you play blind golf. Of course, Kiefer was the 2018 world champion for blind golf as he was over in Rome, Italy this past summer and he did a great job representing Canada winning the title. Team USA retrieved the puck inside their own zone, scooped up by Christine Vantarini. Feeds that one ahead for Belding as we're going to have a penalty here against Team Canada. So a five on three power play for a minute 13 for Team USA as Wade Shepard gets ticketed with a tripping call. That's Wade Shepard in the box for Team Canada West. As Team USA win the faceoff, Kane makes the pass back to McDermott. There's a shot by Kane. Oh, what a beauty! A bar down snipe from Captain America. His second of the game. It's 11 3. Oh, Wack thought that that puck was going to go via the pass. 
left to right and started to make the slide. But uh, Kane thought better of it and went top left corner and manages to uh, pop the third goal for Team USA. And they now are no longer up five on three. They're, uh, they have the one-man advantage here for another minute and 50 seconds. As we have four minutes remaining here in the third period of play, USA capitalizing on their last two power play opportunities, courtesy goals from Tim Kane, both of them, as the Americans continue to work here with the man advantage. They try to move the puck around. Yuha scoops it up and shoots it down the length of the ice. Venturini McDermott takes possession for Team USA. Makes the pass to Tim Kane. As Kane wheels across the blue line along the near boards, he'll feed it down low behind the goal. Scott Roberts tried to clear it out the zone, but Kane knocks that down. Kane feeds it back to the point for Mark DeFlorio. DeFlorio takes a shot, a good block there by Yuha. As Steinica tries to wrap around, that gets blocked. Great play by Kiefer Jones to make sure that puck didn't end up in the back of the net. Yuha. He's got Joulette in the zone with him. Tries to feed it to Ouellette, but Kane defends that perfectly, and now he's off with the puck. Good cross-ice pass by Tim Kane right to Blake Steinica. Steinica challenged by Paul Schmold, but Steinica's still with the puck in the far corner. Belding comes in to receive the clean pass. 25 seconds left in the Team USA power play as Heslip intercepts the centering attempt and flips it down across center ice. Jason Yuha taking some more time off the penalty kill here. Just 10 seconds remaining on the infraction to Wade Shepard as Dirk Morgan tries to corral the puck. It's shot back into the USA zone. Kevin Brown flips the puck out. Just as quickly, Brian Cowie shoots it in. Chula out of the box. He was serving that bench minor, so we're back to even strength hockey as Chula and Heslip try... Pass it around, Heslip takes possession, lets the shot fly, and a good block there from Kevin Brown. Vantarini tries to clear the zone, Chula knocks it down, sidestep one defender, but can't get around the second. And now he regains possession at center ice. A minute 40 remaining here in the third period of play, as Team USA stripped the puck away from Chula. Haley. Banks it off the boards, but his pass gets picked off by Heslip and fired inside the Team USA zone. Christine Vantarini takes possession as she makes the pass near side to Keith Haley. The one-touch pass to the far wing gets picked off by Sean Dale. Paul Schmold hammers it into the Team USA zone where it's picked up by Vantarini McDermott. She makes the pass to the far wall for Guzik. Under a minute remaining now in the third as Tim Kane brings the puck into the far corner on the attack here. Kane cycling through the top of the point, gets the pass back, tries the sharp angle shot, and just missed on that attempt. Steinica tries to pin it in. Willette gets it across the line as Vantarini McDermott Dives across, a high stick by Chula knocks it 
So they'll whistle it down with 34.9 seconds left in regulation. The USA power play goal, his second goal of the game and third of the tournament. Scored by number seven, Tim Kane. A nice round of applause from the fans in attendance acknowledging Tim Kane's second goal of the game. As Vantarini McDermott drawing the lone assist. Dufour, lead pass for Yuha. Yuha tries to dish it back across to Ouellette. That's broken up by Kane as the Americans streak up the ice with 20 seconds remaining to play. Taken away from Kane by Scott Roberts. He tries to feed it to Marty Dufour. Dufour takes possession, passes to Roberts, who let the one timer fly, just missed. Second chance. What a save there by Goist as the pad and the glove get just enough to keep it out. The final few seconds tick off the clock. The buzzer sounds Team Canada West score an 11-3 victory over Team USA. And it will be Canada West taking on Canada East in the final select series game this afternoon at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. Never really in question for Canada West, but Full uh, marks to Team USA for sticking in it, not quitting, and taking advantage of the opportunities that they had, especially with uh, their power play clicking in that third period. Well, let's acknowledge the incredible effort by Team USA here this weekend. Their first two games of the tournament, very close Jeff. games, essentially 1-1 games down to the wire. Here today, the fate that they suffered, not quite the same. Uh, a bit more of a lopsided loss, the final score in this one, 11-3. to three. But full marks to Team USA for battling the whole way and dealing with the adversity that they had to face this weekend, losing one of their top players, Anthony Chesro, to injury midway through their game yesterday. Well, for some post-game analysis, let's hand it back over to the boys from the neutral zone. And let's start with Cam, because I haven't mentioned Cam first yet. So let's rejoin Cam, Brock, and Brett. I like the uh, equal opportunity you got going yeah, on. Yeah, I feel very um, good being in an equal opportunity uh, event this weekend. So thanks for that, Nico. I think we should all <laughs> sing Kumbaya at the end of the event. That's, that's where I think this is Well, that's not. <laughs> no, nobody wants to hear us sing. All right, boys, the uh, game is wrapped up with um, a dominating performance to say the least, by Canada West, 11-3. We're going to see Canada West later on, so let's uh, focus on Team USA. What did you like? Oh, the fact that they scored three goals here in the third period was kind of nice. Yeah, they won the period, and then, uh, that's what we've been saying after the first period is that they've got to win the period, and they yeah, finally they won, won it. So hopefully they're able to uh, hold their heads up high and uh, be able to work from that because I know that they have their U.S. training camp uh, next weekend in Tampa. So hopefully they can use that as a positive going into the camp next weekend. What were the positives for Team USA, not just in this game, but the weekend that they can take away and uh, build on? I think that um, well, this is the first time that I've seen uh, the U.S. team uh, compete. Uh, so definitely it was the first time uh, in Canada from 
uh, what I'm aware of. So I think, you know, just kind of coming together and being able to um, get to know one another, learning how they play, um, you know, I think those are all positives that they can take away this weekend and uh, moving forward. Brett? Well, uh, I think that uh, USA has a, has a very strong foundation uh, from from what to build on or from where to build on. So I, I think going forward this year, going uh, into uh, the rest of their season, going into their uh, training camps and then their final selection camps, uh, they, uh, they've got nothing bad uh, to uh, say about them. Uh, they're, uh, they're a great hockey team. They just... Uh, they 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 fell short this weekend. I really think if it was uh, a few bounces went their way, maybe with the exception of this game, uh, things could have been differently different. Right now, um, they're handing out uh, medals to the Team USA. They're getting their bronze medal. That concludes our broadcast for right now. Coming up a little later on, we're going to go back to the Open Division. At 1 p.m. Eastern, the St. Pats are going to take on the Leafs. The St. Pats winning the first two games of the series. Join us at 1 p.m. Eastern. I'm your host, Brock Richardson. Thank you, and have a good afternoon. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. 
Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.